We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and today I want to talk about a theme that I've been thinking a lot about lately, and it's about discomfort and getting through hardships and hard times in life and getting through the discomfort of life because like, let's face it, it's part of life, like getting uncomfortable and sitting with discomfort and having to go through hard things while we like to live in, I just watched the Barbie movie and I'm obsessed. I've watched it so many times, but to think that we can just like go through life without hardships or discomfort is essentially like living in Barbie land where everything is comfortable and perfect and every day is just the best day ever. I would love that, but that's just not how life is. And believe it or not, this actually builds so much self-confidence when it comes to learning how to sit with discomfort and be okay when things get uncomfortable or hard. And I'll kind of get into it later because this episode is not meant to be like gloomy, dreary, sad, down. I actually want the exact opposite. I want this episode to leave you feeling very empowered and really good about yourself. And I have three examples at the end of things you can do every single day that will build that self-confidence to do hard things or to sit with discomfort I'm getting ahead of myself, but we will get there. Um, But the goal by the end of this episode is that you guys walk away feeling really empowered 
and um, excited to build a life full of self-confidence and strengthening that muscle every day of confidence. Okay, so last week I had Jen Salino on the podcast to talk about yoga. And if you guys have not listened to that episode, I highly recommend it because we get pretty in depth about what yoga is versus what I thought it once was. Um, And we go into a lot of deeper conversations about Reiki and chakras and the Ayurvedic lifestyle. And it really just goes so deep. And I, I got so much incredible feedback after last week's episode of everyone just being like, this really made me want to start practicing yoga, or it made me want to revisit my mat, or it made me think about yoga in a completely different way than I have before. So I wanted to give that episode just like a little shout out. But I also bring up that episode because once in a yoga class that I was taking with Jen, she said something that stuck with me. And it was along the lines of practicing a pose in yoga on the mat brings you confidence off of the mat because maybe you get into a pose that you do, you know, on the mat and you surprise yourself and that surprise translates into self-confidence and that self-confidence translates into something outside of the studio or outside of your practice. And that really stuck with me. Kind of keeping in theme with the yoga example. I remember when I got into Crow for the first time and I was so proud of myself and it was actually just the summer. Um, But I've been practicing yoga since, you know, 2017 but I was never able to get into crow. And I told myself for years that it was just because that pose or many other poses were really just for more like quote unquote advanced yogis. And I would probably never get it. And I was okay with that. Like I was just okay with like, okay, this pose is for other people and not me. And I'll get into that in in a minute with another, another example as well. But then this summer I did it after years of trying and I was really proud of myself. And then once I got that pose, I started trying a whole bunch of other um, inversions or I guess I would call them advanced poses um, such as Bird of Paradise. Like I always want to say Isle of Paradise because of the tanning drops. So I always have to think about it. Is it Isle or Bird? It's Bird. Bird of Paradise or I remember one day we did a bind and – I watched everyone else around me do it. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. And then I got into it and I somehow did it. And I was just really proud of myself. And, you know, all these things start happening after it, it's just one moment of being uncomfortable to land in a place of confidence that translates into so much more. And anyway, I'm saying all this because all these poses and binds are really uncomfortable and they're hard, you know? And it's not that others are more capable of doing them than I am, but it's just that I never really had the confidence to try these poses or these binds until now, until I got into crow, until I hopped up and then realized like, oh, I can't do it. So then I came down and then I kept getting back up and I kept trying and kept trying and kept trying until I held it for one second and then I fell. And then one second became two and then two seconds became three. And then suddenly I could hold it until we were call it out of the pose. So anyway, all this to say that I got into Crow. It's nowhere near perfect, but I can do it. And that confidence has now translated into so much more than just one Crow pose. And I feel like I myself have gotten so comfortable being comfortable. And it's really freaking easy to stay comfortable your whole life. 
but absolutely nothing changes in the comfort zone. And the comfort zone is where we enter cruise control. Like if we're comfortable at our job, are we ever really growing in our job? If we're comfortable in our relationship, are we ever deepening it? If we're comfortable in our workouts, are we even getting stronger? If we're comfortable under the covers, are we ever going to get out to experience life? Life happens outside of the comfort zone. And to me, this thought process has really begun over the years but it's been very, it's been deepened the more I listen to ultra marathon runners talk about the races. And I don't know why this is like content that's being served up to me, but I really enjoy listening to it, whether it's on podcast or I really love watching documentaries. I love following ultra runners on Instagram. There's just something about them that is so interesting and I just can't like stay away from it. It's so fascinating to me. I kind of like, this reminds me of a fixation that I had in 2019 on the CrossFit games. I was like so obsessed with the CrossFit games 2019. I don't know why I was just in such a deep rabbit hole. And that's how I am right now with like ultra marathons and ultra racing. I'm just really in deep with like following the races and what the runners have to say. So essentially an ultra marathon is anything over a marathon distance. So it could be 30 miles, which I think is like loosely 50 K. I don't really know the conversions. Um, but typically when, I mean, the, the races that I listen to are starting at a hundred miles. And then the largest one that I've seen was the Cocodona 250, which is 250 miles that people run on their feet, like in mountains and stuff. And it takes them days. It's insane to me. And I think to them, they also acknowledge that it's insane, but I immediately make myself feel better by watching these people do these insane things by saying to myself, they must not be able to feel pain like I do, or they're just more trained for this than I am. But in reality, they just know it's going to be painful, but they almost seek that discomfort, right? Like they're okay with feeling the discomfort. Like I was listening to... Oh, I can't remember if it was this girl, Courtney or Sally, but one of them were talking about the pain cave and I was like, okay, so they acknowledge that they are like really deep in pain and that like it sucks at times and it really freaking hurts them. But still like, do I have the mental toughness to ever run one of these races? I would love to one day, I think. Um, I definitely have a lot of fear, but I think they do too. So anyway, Rather than finding the easy way out of pain in this example, because I would imagine running 100 miles is incredibly painful, they just suffer, for lack of a better term. They run through it. They don't sleep. They hallucinate. But nonetheless, they come out on the other side. What the other side is, I don't really have the answer of it's, you know, are they more accomplished than me? I mean, yeah, when it comes to running 100 miles, they definitely are because I haven't ever done that. They can say that they have. But the difference between me and them is that I don't want to endure the pain of discomfort while they actually seek it. You know, they seek to prove something to themselves. And it makes me wonder, why don't I push my limits and see what I'm 
capable of. And the more I thought about this, the more I realized that it's not about the ultra distance running of it all. It's the mindset that comes alongside it. I was recently listening to Chad Wright on the Nick Bear podcast, and he is a retired Navy SEAL. He is an ultra marathon runner. He's He's a, he's a, he's a lot of things, but I was recently listening to him on Nick Bear's podcast and he was explaining how when life gets hard, the only option you really have is to get through it. And he was making, you know, great analogies. He was getting all fired up and for some reason it just wasn't hitting with me, but he was fired up. It was a fantastic message, but it wasn't landing. And I think it wasn't landing because when I think about my life, I've been really, truly fortunate, and I don't take that for granted for a second, but I reflect on my life, and there really hasn't been anything incredibly hard that I've had to go through, and I'm really grateful for that, and I'm really blessed, and I have at least one moment every day where that thought comes across my mind where I'm like, I'm really, really, really blessed and really grateful, and I acknowledge that, you know, and I'm I'm really comfortable in my life. And I acknowledge that. And that's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. So I was having trouble trying to relate his incredible monologue of, you know, life gets hard and you have to go through the mud at times. And I was thinking, you know, what mud have I had to really go through? Like, yeah, I've had difficulties and times of discomfort. Of course, we all have. And I don't want to attract, you know, really hard times to my life. But What I'm getting at is I was just having trouble relating to the incredible message, which made me think that I'm just too comfortable in my life. And like, you know, wouldn't you know it after I was saying this stuff a few days later, I had something kind of smack me in the face that was very uncomfortable. And it's not like the most uncomfortable thing that's ever going to happen to me in my life, but it, it just didn't feel good in the moment. And it was something that I couldn't like talk my way out of or work my way around. It was just something that I had to face and I had to go through it and I had to sit with it and I had to be fully present in this thing. And it was just, it was hard to put it frank. It was hard. It was hard. And immediately the mind wants to soothe, right? The mind and body look for the easiest ways out of hard things. But when the easiest way out is the hardest way out or really the only way out is the hard way out, you have to be ready to muster down and do hard things. And if I'm living a life full of comfort with no challenge, how will I ever expect myself to be able to do hard things? Like for example, if I was running a hundred miles and I got tired on mile 18, like I'd want to stop. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. We look for the easy way out and the easy way out is to stop and to roll over. But if you have to get from point A to point B and you're on mile 18 and point B is mile 100, like the only way to get out of it is to go through it and to finish it and to see things through. But if I'm not living a life that challenges comfort, I'm never going to really reach my full potential. Now, again, this isn't like meant to be some sort of doomsday prep episode because like, let's face it, I don't want to manifest hard times on my life. I want to continue to attract abundance and joy and peace and love and liveliness to my life. And I'm so blessed and so grateful to feel these emotions every day. 
But I also want to know that I'm strong enough and I am capable of handling anything that's thrown at me, whether I put it on myself or not. And I want to acknowledge that hard times are meant for me to grow and not meant to defeat me. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. 
It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. Currently in my life, if I'm on a run and it gets difficult, which is at least at one point in every single run, my mind immediately goes to, it's okay, I only have this much time left, or I can stop at the end of the street. If in yoga, an advanced pose is offered, my default to say is, well, I'm not that deep in my practice yet, so I, I just don't have to try the pose, or no one else is doing it, so I just won't do it right now. Or if I have a conflict with a friend or a family member or in my relationship, like something comes up, my default is to think, oh, you know, this will blow over soon and I can express my thoughts later when emotions are removed out of it. Or if there's a social situation where I don't know people, my default is to just literally stay home and not go or sit with one person that I do know at the social event. And when things get hard, I seek comfort, but there is zero growth in comfort. So instead, when things get hard on a run, I think I should be switching my mindset and I should be grateful that I can feel discomfort on my legs that run and feel the discomfort within my lungs that breathe and feel discomfort in my heart that pumps. And I should remind myself that I can do hard things. And instead, when in yoga, an advanced pose is offered, I should try it. And I should try it either full out or modified or ask for assistance from the teacher without fear of falling on my face because who really cares? Like I'll just sit back down on my mat and life goes on. Instead, if a conflict arises, I should express my thoughts to find resolution and to move forward with intention and with growth. Instead, if a social situation arises where I feel uncomfortable, I should put myself out there and meet new people. I should seek growth and opportunities in moments of discomfort. But if I'm used to living a comfortable lifestyle, these moments of growth seem nearly impossible and terrifying. So how do I build the confidence to do something hard when hard things show up unexpectedly? And I feel like the answer of that is to practice every single day doing hard things. And doing one hard thing every single day builds confidence. If you prove to yourself at least once a day, every single day, that you can do hard things, imagine what your mindset will be when something actually hard comes up. And I think you'll be amazed at 
the examples that I give in a few minutes of what doing hard things every day can look like because it doesn't necessarily mean like do the hardest thing in the world at least once a day. That's that's not what it means. It just means doing something every day that gets you uncomfortable and maybe you feel like, ooh, this is like sticky and like the only way to get out of this is to get through it. Like I, my option is to either get through it or stay stagnant and staying stagnant isn't necessarily even an option. It's just to get through it. So it's the practice of doing something hard every single day when something that actually requires mental and physical and emotional strength to get through does come up in our life, we will have practiced that muscle every day to be able to handle discomfort and to remind ourselves that we are capable of hard things. Doing one hard thing every day builds self-confidence like you would not even believe. Something so small, such as waking up when your alarm goes off, compounds into setting up a meeting with your manager to give your final two-week notice to start your freelance design business. Obviously, that's just an example, but the the compound effects of one hard thing every single day builds such self-confidence that the world really begins to open up beyond your wildest dreams and you begin to hit your highest potential and you begin to test your own limits and you begin to seek discomfort and you begin to really just build this extraordinary life for yourself from within because you know that you can do uncomfortable things and you're you're good with that. You're okay with that. You're okay with sitting in the discomfort because you know on the other side of it is a life beyond your wildest dreams. You kind of begin to train your brain to have the strength and you'll be amazed that really quickly you'll start saying, you know, well, I can do that when something uncomfortable happens. Like this is a small example, but it's kind of like the compound effects that I mean. If you have a pile of laundry to do, let's face it, like it's so much easier and it's so much more comfortable to just sit on the couch and procrastinate the laundry and not do it. But here are your options. You do the laundry and you have clean clothes or you don't do the laundry and you don't have clean clothes. And then when you have to go get dressed for the day and you have no clean underwear left or you have no clean pants left, your options are to either start the load of laundry and then be late for work or the day or the event or you put on dirty clothes. Like it's so much easier to sit on the couch and procrastinate it. And it's much more comfortable to do that. But sometimes you just have to do things that you don't want to do. And let's face it, we don't always want to do laundry. But if let's say this day that you have laundry to do, you went for a run that morning and it was a one mile run in the humidity and it was hard, but you got through it and you found the confidence from that run of I can do hard things. Like I can do things that are uncomfortable because I just did that. I just ran one mile in the humidity and that sucked, but I did it and I got through it. And I didn't have to go do that run, but I did it. And now I have the confidence from that run. So that confidence then translates to, yeah, I really don't feel like getting up and going to do the laundry right now, but I did that this morning. I know I can do things that I don't want to do. So I'm just going to get up and do the laundry. It takes me a minute to put it in the washer and to start it. So I'm just going to get up and do it such a small example, but these really are the things that just start happening. Discomfort doesn't bother you as much 
it still gets to you. Don't get me wrong. Like discomfort never goes away. Like that's why it's called discomfort, but you just get better at sitting with it, at working through it, at navigating it. And it just doesn't run your life anymore. You're just a bit more able to do uncomfortable things all the time without the same negative effect that it used to have. So doing one hard thing every day has the compound effects of self-confidence. And like, let's be honest, life gets hard, life gets uncomfortable, and life really sucks at times. But this is where I want you to repeat a mantra to yourself. And that mantra is, I am capable of hard things. I am capable of feeling discomfort and sitting with it. I can sit with the discomfort because I know that the other side is bliss. The other side of discomfort is freedom and that the discomfort itself is temporary and it's a trade-off for the life I want. The life I want is on the other side of discomfort. The freedom that I crave is on the other side of discomfort. The only way to reach a life that I want, the freedom, the bliss, the peace, it is to go through the discomfort. There is simply no other way around it. There's no shortcut to it. I just have to go through it. I have to get through the mud. I have to get uncomfortable and I have to be okay with being uncomfortable. And that is a journey in and of itself. And I can acknowledge and self-wallow in the discomfort all that I want, but I know at the end of the day that I am capable of it. I can do hard things and I'm going to prove it to myself every single day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Now, like I said, this doesn't mean I'm going to do the hardest thing in the world every single day. I'm not going to go run out, go out and run 100 miles every day just because I can. I feel like David Goggins did this where he like did an ultra marathon every weekend for eight weekends in a row just to be like, yeah, I can do this. That's great for him. You know, maybe one day I'll be on Goggins level, but not today. 
No. Like, honestly, I'm not looking to be the toughest woman on the planet, but I am looking to be a confident woman who can fend for herself physically, emotionally, and mentally. And doing one hard thing every day builds the physical strength, the mental strength, the emotional strength, and above all else, the confidence to continue doing hard things. So I have three examples of hard things that you can do every single day to build self-confidence. And these are not extreme. They don't require running 100 miles to know that you are just capable of it, you know. But after doing these three things every single day, you probably will have the confidence to run 100 miles one day. Okay, the first one. And if you are not going to do anything else that I say, it should be this. If everything else I say in this episode, the other two examples are like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Do this first one because this is undoubtedly the most important. The number one hard thing that you can do every single day is wake up when your alarm goes off and actually get out of bed when your alarm goes off. This sets the tone for the entire day. If your alarm goes off and you get up immediately when it goes off, the very first thing that you are doing when you wake up, the very first thing of your day is proving that you can do something hard. You are already proving that you are capable of hard things. The very first thing that you do in the morning, in the day, the very first thought is I'm going to get up and do this. Because let's face it, what's the alternative? The alternative is that you stay under the covers, you stay warm, you stay comfortable, you snooze your alarm. And by snoozing your alarm, you're saying to yourself, it's okay to be comfortable. Then later in the day, when something uncomfortable happens, like a workout gets hard or an unpleasant email comes across your inbox, your default is to stay in cruise control and do anything you can to avoid that discomfort, right? And kind of limit growth. And we seek that comfort. But if the first thing that you do when you wake up is get out of bed when your alarm goes off, you're proving that you can do hard things because let's face it, we probably don't even want to get out of bed. It's warm under the covers. It's cold outside of the covers. It's early. I'm tired. I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. It would be more comfortable to stay in bed. It's uncomfortable to get out of bed. But by getting out of bed, you are sitting with the discomfort and you're getting through the discomfort because you have to get out of bed eventually. So you may as well prove that you can do hard things and get out of bed the moment your alarm goes off. Then later in the day, when that unpleasant email comes through, you know that you are capable of dealing with discomfort. So you take the email head on. When your workout gets tough, you know that you're capable of handling discomfort because you woke up when you didn't want to get out of bed this morning, but you did. You already know you can do hard things. So when that workout gets hard, you embrace the discomfort of the workout and you go stronger from it. This is the simplest thing that you can do every single morning, every single day to prove to yourself that you can do at least one hard thing every single day. The second thing that you can do every single day is take a cold shower. I used to not do this simply because I didn't want to do it. And it was so uncomfortable. And I just did not see the point of this. Some say it was refreshing. Others said it was all mental. And I called it crazy. Okay. I was like, all these people are crazy. This is bullshit. 
And I said that because it was uncomfortable. And let's call it what it is. It is uncomfortable. It sucks. It's hard. And I just simply didn't want to do it. But that was quite literally the point that everyone was trying to make. All these cold plunges, all the cryotherapy, all the cold showers, all that cold therapy, cold exposure, whatever people are calling it. I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because cold is uncomfortable. I don't like being cold. Mm -mm, Not for me. Not for me. Tori, that's quite literally the point. Taking a two-minute cold shower, a 30-second cold shower, a five-minute cold plunge, whatever it is that you're choosing, sitting with the discomfort of it and proving that you can do it is a compound effect on your entire day. So imagine this. You wake up when your alarm clock goes off. You turn on the shower, cold, stand it for 30 seconds, then a minute, then two minutes, then three, then four, then five. Those are two wins all within five minutes of waking up and proving to yourself that you can do hard things. These are the compound effects that will take place over the entire day. That confidence that you built within the first five minutes of your day are going to be transformed formative to your day and to your life. The third thing is to go for a run, especially when you don't want to. Now this can be substituted for any workout. Go for a walk, go for a weightlifting session, go to a Zumba class, any sort of workout, but remaining disciplined in a workout when you don't want to do it is going to have insane compound effects. It's really not for the physical. It's really not to get like physically stronger. Sure, that's going to probably happen if you are, you know, working out every single day. But it's really, again, just for the mental to prove that you can do hard things even when you don't want to. So back to the running example, if I wanted to run, then it probably wouldn't be that hard. Running is challenging in and of itself, but it's also meditative. It's very therapeutic. Yesterday, I went for a run during the hottest and most humid time of the day to prove to myself that I can do hard things. And oh my God, did it freaking suck. It sucked. It was hot. It was humid. It was hard to breathe. And yeah, I wanted to stop the entire time. But it wasn't about the run. It was about proving to myself that I could do something hard. Then later in the day, I had a meeting in regards to my planners. And I really stood up for myself in that meeting. And I said exactly what I expected. And I stated that I would not accept anything less than that. And I got exactly what I asked for. And honestly, had I not done a hard run, I might not have had the confidence to stand up for myself. Because for me, standing up for myself is really hard. It's really uncomfortable. I want everything to always stay copacetic. I don't want to rock the boat. I always want to keep things comfortable. That's just what I want. And I think a lot of us can agree like, We want easy. We want comfortability. We want things to stay the same for the most part. But doing something uncomfortable and proving to myself that I can do hard things led me to have the self-confidence to later stand up for myself, which was uncomfortable. So we can kind of see how this all compounds, right? So 
I'm not saying you have to run in the humidity, but I am saying running is a fantastic way to prove that you can do hard things, especially on the days that you don't want to go for a run. I do this a lot in my spin classes whenever I teach spin. Typically, a uh, a typical length sprint is 30 seconds, and I will have at least one of my songs have a 45 or a one minute long sprint in them. And this is really so that clients in the room can know that they are capable of doing more than they're comfortable doing. And it's so that they can feel outside of their comfort zone and that they can feel that discomfort and realize that they just did that. They just did 45 seconds. They just did a minute. And now when they walk out of the room, they have confidence that translates for the rest of their day. And like I said, this doesn't have to be running or spinning. It could be applied to anything. Like maybe you PR in the weight room or maybe you try a headstand in yoga or maybe you walk on a 15 incline instead of 12 or maybe you go for a walk outside when it's cold out or maybe you swim an extra lap. In any workout that you do, just staying in it when it sucks and when it gets uncomfortable as long as you're not injuring yourself, of course, will only make you mentally and physically stronger. And it will remind you that you are capable of hard things. So every single day, you have those three things as your default that you can do. Wake up when your alarm goes off and physically get out of bed, take a cold shower and work out when you don't want to. Find some sort of movement every single day because there are going to be days that you don't want to do it. Of course there are, but that's what it's about. It's about doing hard things because ultimately it's good for you. It's good to seek that discomfort. It's good to learn that you can do hard things. So I want you to remember this mantra. I can do hard things. You are capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. Imagine a life where you don't hold back and you don't live in your comfort zone. You grow, you get uncomfortable, you develop self-confidence. You are capable of hard things. And that's where I'm going to leave you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, In lieu of this episode, uh, I was perusing Barnes & Noble the other day and this message was just really on my mind and I've been practicing this now for a little bit. And I was looking for a book. It is called, um, oh gosh, I always mix it up. The Eastern Mind and the Western Body. Maybe it's the other way around. Anyway, I was looking for that book at Barnes & Noble. They didn't have it. I ordered it. Can't wait to start reading it. But when I was there, I came across this book called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. And I just started it and um, I'm really excited to keep reading it. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. I I would love if we could have like a manifest book club. Oh, I just looked at the time. It's 444. Love that. I would love if we could have a manifest book club and read books and kind of talk about them. Maybe we could do that um, at the end of some episodes where we have a book club and then we talk about it. Uh, Maybe that can be like a bonus episode or something like that, like on, I don't know, like Patreon or I don't have a Patreon, but if that's something we would want, let me know. But anyway, I would love to do that and kind of just read more together. And I don't know, it's just, it's just something I've been thinking about. 
let me know what you think. But anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. I want you guys to do one thing hard today. It could be calling someone that you've been avoiding and just putting it all out there with them and say like, hey, (laughs) I've been avoiding you or uh, let's talk about it. Or it could be taking a cold shower. It could be trying a new recipe for dinner. It could, you know what? Something for me that I want to do that I think is hard is baking a croissant. My mom and I were eating croissants the other day and we were saying like, these just seem so hard to make, but I'm eating a croissant. So I know that they're capable of being made because someone else made the croissant that I was eating. So I'm going to try and make a croissant because that's hard. And I'm going to do it because I'm capable of hard things. So yeah, that's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and make a croissant. And then I get a gorgeous croissant afterwards. So quite the reward that one was. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Do something hard today. Do something hard tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And let's stop snoozing our alarms. Let's get after it. We are a tough group of girls. We're a tough group of women. And we can do anything that we set our minds to. And I'm here for you guys. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Happy Manifest Monday. I'll talk to you guys next week. And um, I feel like I should say stay hard, but I don't want to, even though I just did. For some reason, it just felt right to say in the moment, but I'm kind of wishing I didn't say it. All right. Bye, guys. I love you. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.